All right. Hey, buds. Welcome back to Not Just a Phase. Today, we got a real beauty episode for you. A fucking true Canadian legend talking with us today. Just a great guy. Here in Canada, you know, we're real proud of our artists like Stompin' Tom Connor. We got the Tragically Hip, April Wine, Blue Rodeo, The Band, The Arkells, The Bare Naked Ladies. And these are all great bands with a lot of talent and a lot of success. But right here in Ontario, Canada, we got our own hometown hero, straight out of the Steel City, Hamilton, a comedic musician who should be bigger than Leonard Kenny, but he's just not quite as handsome as that Jared Prick. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> punks, drunks, canucks, and schmucks, the infamous B.A. Johnson is on Not Just a Phase today, and I am beyond fucking honored. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, man. How you doing? I'm great. It's a pleasure to be on your podcast. <laughs> it's not that big. Don't worry. There's probably going to be maybe 10 people who hear this. And they're probably um, going to be your fans, so. Nice. As long as nobody hears it. <laughs> so, for uh, some of my listeners who uh, might be outside of Canada, they might not know your work, so I'm going to try to get a small, quick background for you there. Uh, how did the name B.A. Johnston originate? I mean, sadly, this is not a good story. It's not very interesting, but I... My real name is Christian, and I started playing under the name Bored, again, Christian, because my roommates said I was always bored. And then it wasn't that funny. In the town, I was living in Peterborough, and there's a lot of actual born-again Christians, so they were confused. And so I just like, I'll just do BA. But now, I, I didn't really put a lot of thought into my name, or I would have come up with a better one for, my, for, for the show. Well, when I actually first saw your name, I assumed the BA stood for badass. You can make it up. You can make it your own thing. <laughs> and uh, I looked up like the little bit I could find about you on the internet, and I saw on Wikipedia you started touring around Canada on a fucking Greyhound in 2002. Is that accurate? Yeah, the first few tours were on the Greyhound. <laughs> so, just from town to town, or like? Well, back then you could buy a, a month pass for like it was like under two hundred dollars. It was like unlimited Greyhound. You could just tour for a really long time for like you could go to Vancouver to Halifax and back for two hundred bucks. So I would do that. That's actually that actually is pretty badass. Not bad at all. It was, in, it was inexpensive but soul crushing to do it. <laughs> how did yeah? How did that work? Like sleeping in hotels or just couch surfing or? Well, the problem with the Greyhound is a lot of the times when it's like a six-hour drive on the Greyhound, it's twelve-hour drive. So you just right. Sometimes you'd have a night on the bus. Oh, okay. So the Greyhound could have been the hotel. Greyhound is your hotel. <laughs> That's badass. Really good. I've got a bathroom, I guess, technically. But <laughs> so what? It is a real hotel. So what did make you decide to take the old acoustic on that first Greyhound and tour our not-so-great white north? I mean, I just thought it was something that you did when you played music that was like, the next that was like one of your goals i guess i think i was just very stupid like i didn't really understand how far everything was or how any of it worked i just thought it would be funny and fuck good time and was it partially one two three four this is no drinking in the back seat this is no beer in the back seat oh no oh no oh no but i don't see no cops in the back seat I don't see no police in the backseat You were drinking And Davey don't know Throw the empties out of the window 
the party, nobody knows, just know it's down that Rondell Road. I think maybe they're gonna explode. Where's the instructions? Where's the directions? Written on NW napkin, Rondell Road. Got no cell reception. Directions say turn left at the weird tree, man. All these trees look weird to me. We're never gonna find this party. Designated driver, gonna lose his shit. Before we left the house, you know I called it. We're drinking, and I think maybe they know. We're drinking, and I think maybe they know. Roll down the windows, listen for the sounds. People pottying, people getting down. You're regal, it slows down. Here I see us, one across the lake, a little bit of crazy train. You regal, party bound again. So don't be drunk on Rondell Road. I just hope Dave he drives me home. We're drinking, and I think maybe Davey you know. We're drinking, and I think maybe Davey you know. <laughs> For just winging it, I think you've done pretty good. Is it uh, is it your main gig, or you got other work outside of uh, the music gig? I have a I have a day job. Well, you, I had a job. I don't know if I I think I still have a job booking music in Gus's Pub in Halifax. I book I put all the bands in a calendar and send it to the owner. Oh, very cool. And you you think because due to the whole COVID situation, we're not quite yeah, sure. We've been getting shut down a lot, so I, and they haven't paid me in a long time. I keep booking bands, but then we keep getting we keep canceling everyone, and I never get paid. So I'm not sure. I think I still have a job. I'm still doing it, right. but no, I haven't paid in a while. For those who don't know, here in Canada, they're supposedly opening bars again around the 16th of this month, uh, to a degree, or just patios, or... uh. I think the Maritimes have it a little better than we do in Ontario, but I'm not sure. And where am I talking to you right now? Because I know you're going around a lot. I lived in Halifax in 2006. I've had the job since then, but I haven't lived there in 14 years. So where am I talking to you currently? Where are you at right now? I'm in Stainer, Ontario at my mother's abandoned Airbnb. Oh, very nice. Okay. Yes. So now if somebody asked me like what style of music you'd play, I, I like, I'm always like, it's kind of like folk punky, but it's, it's comical. Or I'd say it's like party rock, but neither of those really do it justice. I don't know how to explain it. I, I got to ask you, what, how would you explain your music? I don't really, I just tell everyone it's rock music. It seems like an easy lie to tell people. <laughs> Get over you know, the They have to think about it too much, and then it's no good. Or I tell my family members I'm a comedian or a folk singer if I don't want to talk about it anymore. Like if I see a cousin at Christmas and they're like, "What are you doing?" I say, "I'm a folk singer." No, we don't. Just no one wants to talk to me about it. <laughs> it gets you out of the convo real quick. Okay. Yeah, comedian will want to ask some questions, so folk singer is better if you want to avoid a conversation. That's, all right, that's a fantastic answer so your stage music your comedy act it's got a little bit of, of a gimmick of course but uh something tells me it's it's pretty much just who you are as a person with maybe some slight tweaking would you agree to that or is it a completely different yeah. guy up there? i mean yeah and he's different uh you gotta be you can't be on stage when you're not, not when you're not on stage if no one wants to see the guy from acdc wearing his little schoolboy outfit when you find, you know, when you find a sub or something, subway, gotta take it off sometimes. But I also, yeah, I, I do. I like it. I like bands with gimmicks. I, I enjoy watching gimmickry, so I like to incorporate that into my stage presentation. Fair enough. And so, are you into punk rock music at all? Because this is technically a punk rock show. I mean, I I'm into music. 
I, I, I don't, I'm not that fussy anymore. Right. There's not much I don't like. Fair enough. So you're a music connoisseur, of course. Either that, I just, I don't, it's all fine. <laughs> I mean, like, it, like I, yeah, I, I, I like, I put, put on punk shows and I play a lot of punk shows. I don't mind punk, the punk music. Is there a, is there a genre you don't like that you just like can't stand? When I go to the dentist, they play new country, which I find annoying. But like the pop country shit? Yeah, he's, the, the, I kind of asked him to stop, and he said he won't turn it off. But it's, it's not fun getting needles and then listening to a lot of new countries. I'm pleasant. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. Uh, the newer, poppier country and EDM. Maybe I'm just old. I can't get into yeah. it. I might say EDM, but I, in the 90s, really enjoyed uh, jungle music. I don't know if it still exists, like drum and bass music. Oh, okay. Every Drum and bass. Yeah. I'm like vacuuming, but it's got to have like a lot of like reggae yelling and stuff in it. So if I vacuum or something, I'll play that sometimes to get myself jacked. To clean the house. <laughs> All right. EDM, well, I don't really like EDM that much either. I guess. There's the two things I don't like. <laughs> so for those who don't know, you are from Hamilton, correct? That is correct. And you got any favorite local bands around the Hamilton area? Yeah, I mean, Hamilton always has a lot of good bands. Um, I guess my favorite bands right now would be TV Freaks, who just put out a new record that's really good. Fucking A. Flesh Rag. Um, and uh, Matt Ellis, all his solo projects are good. Uh, I play a lot of shows with Wax Mannequin and, uh, and a hip-hop MC called, named Lee Reed, who I also like a lot. Cool. Yeah, I know uh, TV Freaks and Wax Mannequin, but I'll have to check out that. Uh, who's the last one you just mentioned? Uh, Lee Reed. Okay. Flesh Rag okay. has the same drummer from TV Freaks. Oh, nice. Right on. Yeah. They're more like maybe Stooges-y. Maybe cool. not. Maybe, maybe I'm not coming with the right reference, but they're going to get mad at me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a, any, I don't claim to be any sort of musical expert. No one else does. No, no, me neither. But you, you obviously have a pretty good opinion on comedy, I would assume. I mean, yeah, you're asking true. a comedian about comedy, right? I don't, I don't listen. I don't know a lot about comedians. Oh, shit. Well, I was going to ask you who are some of your favorites that inspired you. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe none. None? <laughs> I mean, like, I saw Louis Anderson a couple years ago. He was really funny. Oh, nice. I, nice. Don't think, I don't think he inspired me in any way. Louis Anderson? He's not dead. Yeah. No, he's alive. Oh, shit. That's good news. I saw him in Mississauga. Maybe... Two years ago, it was quite, uh, really quite funny. Really? Front row seats, too. No kidding. <laughs> Treated myself. I wanted to see Louie up close. Anderson. <laughs> is, he, is he still a rather large fellow? He is quite large, yes. I think that probably adds to the shtick. He ref- he's, it's quite, that's when the show gets a bit sad when he talks. He's quite big. Yeah. I don't know how happy he is about it. Ooh, he got dark with it? I think you're, it's funny, funny that he gets some real emotions and then he gets funny again, you know? You got to write about what you know, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, you're a, a musical comedy act. You got any favorites or anyone you want to shout out who's, who's also doing the comedy music thing? No, I don't like musical comedians. <laughs> Just fuck everyone who's not you, eh? Like, <laughs> I like my- Marty Tops. He's the only one I like. Marty Tops? 
Yeah, he's he's good. He's he's giving me some beats for the new record. He has a whole album about uh about seducing and marrying a dolphin. Oh shit. Okay. And he did like 30 years songs or 20 songs and he he did a show with me once where he played a lot of it and you don't realize the album is about having sex with a dolphin for the first few songs. And then after maybe 10 minutes, someone's like, are you singing about fucking a dolphin? And it was one of the best things I've ever seen. I'd love to know what inspired that level of poetry from a man. I know, because it's a, it's a long record. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I got to ask, when you're playing live, what would you prefer to be doing? Like you have... Some of your music is done, just you and the acoustic. And some of it, you said, like, there's the beats are made, there's the keyboard. It's more of a pop genre type dance stuff. I don't know what the, like I said, none of us are musical experts. What do you prefer to play live, though? Like, with the acoustic or the other style? I find it's hard to just play acoustic guitar for an extended period of time and not have people bored. So I find it's good to have the other stuff to break the monotony of a white man with an acoustic guitar that I, that <laughs> I would find difficult to watch for longer than 20 minutes myself. Though I do do sometimes people like I'll do acoustic sets every once in a while. And pe some people do like, some people get annoyed that I don't do more of the like acoustic stuff, I guess. Personally, I don't really care. Whatever the audience, audience, whatever they want. Fair I would enough. rather be at home watching television. So for me, <laughs> kind of a moot point. Well, maybe you should stop writing music because people want to hear it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> what a pain in the ass having to perform your art. Damn it. Sometimes 
just to get this night right. Tell the crowds to cheer, I need it. Think he knows why I'm out there. I'm drinking Alley Beats. You drinking Alley Beats. Well, uh, speaking of being a bummer here, like, obviously, I got I hate to still be talking about it, but I got to do it. The COVID shit, um, the pandemic, you know, a lot of starving artists have become a little more starved since the pandemic started. And Canada is all sorts of fucked up with literally almost everything still being closed, full mask mandates, our vaccine rollout. I'm not going to get into that. What I am going to ask about, though, is how you dealt through all of this. How was the isolation um. for you? I mean, for, I'd say bad, like I haven't, I haven't dealt, I haven't done well. Like I've realized if there was ever any kind of big emergency situation, I would handle it poorly. But from a musical standpoint, I, I'm going to say I'm the busiest musician in the country. Like I played 65 shows last summer, like during COVID. Yeah. I wanted to get into that. B.A. Johnson I mean, me, is, like B.A. Johnson is is built different as these kids say. So you, yeah. you've been rocking this pandemic. You've been playing fucking driveway shows. How is that? It's weird, but I play a lot of them. And like last summer, sometimes I did three a day. <laughs> so it would be like, it was a lot. So I, it, I was, did one last week and I thought you've been quite busy. Cause I was listening to people, some musicians on the CBC complaining. They haven't played live in like two years. And I was like, man, I play, I play live still a lot. I was, uh, I was on Snapchat during the summer, and I forget who. One of my friends is like, oh, there's a fucking guy playing across the street on a driveway. <laughs> I like, I'm listening to him. I'm like, yeah, it's BA. He's like, who? Yeah, was, the fuck? <laughs> it's very loud, so people hear it from other driveways. It's good. It's very cool. So what was the largest um, – <laughs> is turnout the right word? What was the largest audience you had for a, a driveway show? Because we can't gather, right? So – I mean, I tell them I would like them to abide by the legal limits that our governments have suggested. But I think one was 40. It was quite <laughs> a large space. It was in like a Laurel or something. So it was not in a city. And it was like a big bush party thing. So they were spread out kind of. But yeah, it was a lot. It felt like a lot of people. That was back in like when I don't think COVID was as terrible. Like, I don't know how many cases we had. I think that's back when it was like third. 30 a day or something so it didn't feel as, as dangerous that uh again that is badass man 40 people i've played to less than 40 people and it was at an actual fucking venue so oh, me too anytime <laughs> they're more desperate now that they haven't seen it for a while oh god i am just absolutely itching to get out and see some live live music and pay that ten dollar beer and I'm ready. Tip, tip a Judas Priest just announced a, a Hamilton concert for November. I'm buying tickets tomorrow. I'm quite excited. Judas Priest? Yeah, Cops Coliseum, November 5th. Badass. Judas Priest? Judas Priest and Slayer was like my first stadium concert when I was like 13. That's a good one. It was. It was beauty. It was a beauty. Now I lost my place. I got all excited there. That's all right. <laughs> So with all your touring and all that jazz, what's your favorite show or your favorite memory you've had on tour so far? That's tough. I mean, there's probably, there's been 
so few good memories. It's hard to pick just one. Um, I don't know. I, I find that's a tough one. I'm going to say just not the best memory, but I played, I didn't get into a festival in, in England in Brighton. There's a festival called Great Escape. I applied. I got, I got rejected from most festivals, but I knew people that were putting on like anti-festival showcases. So I played one of those during the festival and no one, cause it's England. So no one knows who I am. And there's probably like 150 people in this pub. And by the end of it, they were totally, the whole bar was going really crazy. And it just felt like, felt good to go in front of an audience where no one cared or knew who you were and to like win over a crowd in another country. That felt successful to me. And then I tried to do the bath mini encore and only one person came. So I realized right away that I made a huge mistake. But for a while, I felt like a real king. <laughs> That's a, it's a great feeling when you're performing live music to win over an, a new fan base. Yeah, and then it works as opposed to when you do that in the hate. <laughs> how did they? How did they take your comedy? Because some of your some of your lyrics are very specific to our region. They dumb it down a bit in in England, but I think they just are very. I think they like Canadians, so I just kind of coast on hoser charm. Hoser charm, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Talking so, raccoons a lot stuff. So you've played outside of Canada. What's been your favorite places that you've played outside of Canada? Well, the only place I really played is England, and England was good. I played Niagara Falls, New York. That was pleasant, but that's pretty much been it. Otherwise, it's just Canada. So in that situation, what's your favorite places that you've played in Canada so far? I mean, I like them all now. I mean, there's a couple of places where I'm like, ugh. Like, it kind of reminds you of going to the dentist or something. But for the most <laughs> part, there's no place I really dislike that much. Ah, I mean, see, that, that it's sucks. Place, probably easier to say places I don't like. That was see that was my next question. So that's good. What is your least favorite places in Canada to play? I should say, not, not just to take a shit on Windsor, their town. But. Windsor is my least favorite. I don't play there any. I know one's asked me to play there in a while, but I also don't know if I need to play there. Why is Windsor so bad? I don't know. Just kind of sucked. I always felt like I was driving the wrong way. <laughs> just didn't jive with you. Yeah. I was like, Why am I going here? I'm not going to Detroit. Either I'm stopping too soon, or I'm not. You know. I don't know. Windsor does have Detroit vibes, eh? <laughs> yeah, but it's not even as good. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, <laughs> since we've been in this lockdown, outside of your driveway shows, how has, like, the quarantine and isolation been for you? Has it been, has it been good for the writing process? Has it festered creativity? I find it, it, it for me, it's been, like, high periods of high, of high productivity and then you get periods of like very low like you can't really do anything kind of stuff so okay. that makes yeah ups and downs right waves yeah so it'd be like oddly yeah cranking it out and then like oh i just want to like eat ice cream and sit in this dark room you know it's a good combo it's a good combo yeah i mean you gotta have both things as long as you're not just eating ice cream in the dark room all right i love you hawk and cheese my gut is made of deep Canadian made, Belleville made Critters 2 is on the TV Next up, Major League And I'm living the dream And it's some kind of dream Whoa! I don't care about that 90s night Or your cousin's party that seems tight I'm staying in, I'm staying in I'm staying in tonight Gonna play Sega Genesis games Mortal Kombat 4 games Man, I 
for boiling hot dogs, shop these hot dogs. I don't care about that 90s night, or your cousin's party that seems tight. I'm staying in, I'm staying in, I'm staying in tonight. Man, it is 4 a.m. Did it to myself again. That Lord and Walker, Texas Ranger. But throughout all this, uh, I mean, you just put out an EP recently. So is it fair to say you've got some new things on the horizon? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm recording a new record in two weeks. Um, to come right. out, I'm recording it in, on, in Vancouver, actually. Fly, I'm actually going on an airplane uh, in the week and a half. We can do that? Dude, it was 250 bucks a turn. Oh, shit. But yeah, I'm recording out there. I was supposed to record it in England. And then in the Maritimes, and then the Maritimes again. So this is like the fourth time I tried to do it. So, yeah, so I'm excited. So there'll be a new record out. Um, that's kind of been, you know, when I've been productive, that's mostly just been what's been. Just been trying to write songs for the new record. So where, where's the studio? You said... Uh, like it's just somebody's house. Just some what, sorry? It's just somebody's house. Oh, okay. It's not some big production and whatnot? No, 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 no. Oh, keeping it real, I see. All right, cool. Yeah, it sounds just as bad in a real studio as it does in, for me in someone's house. It doesn't make a huge difference. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I mean, you have been having some big things happening. Like, you got this uh, show Ham Jams is going on. Yeah, Ham Jam was, I felt good about it. And so, uh, like, are you rich now? Or, sorry, how rich are you now that Five is paying well, you to do the? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you probably are not surprised here they didn't pay they don't pay you they pay you what i thought was a lot of money they're like here's all this money right like this is great so i talked to the director i'm like let's just cut this up and hand them some cheap garbage tv show and they were like oh we're gonna spend all this money making the show really yeah i thought there was a very high budget in you walking around hamilton it How was <laughs> are you serious the money. like they spend like they would spend 10 hours filming like a stop sign that's because they wanted it a little perfect so it took a long time to do it oh fuck i was completely kidding i thought it looked very low budget and raw which was cool oh, really? no no it was i mean it wasn't a big crew i think making tv shows is just more expensive than we realize i sure as hell would know absolutely nothing about it well, i also know nothing about it so when they said it was like 40 grand i was like we are rich but that cost forty thousand dollars to make. So did did they use you? Do you feel exposed here? Or like? <laughs> I mean, they gave me some money, so that was good. And I liked the TV show. I felt like it was kind of nice. Hamilton is kind of seen differently now as this kind of new Toronto. This really basically just like Toronto Junior. And and I kind of wanted to be like, no, we were never. We're not that. Well, maybe we are that now, but we're not. We weren't like that even a couple years ago. Yeah, I didn't want to tell you, but uh, people who know me personally will know I shit on Hamilton a lot. I never would have said that because I didn't think you'd come on the show. <laughs> but uh, it, I love going to Hamilton to see shows or, you know, to go eat. There's lots of great restaurants. There's stuff happening in the city. But if I have to go to my buddy's places in Hamilton and we have to go out to the bar, just any jokes like that, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to Hamilton. Better bring my knife, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that was Hamilton kind of for a while. Yeah. 
especially, you know, if you're going to CD bars or if you're like me and you get drunk and run your mouth. Yeah, but I think Hamilton, Hamilton is still that, except it's very expensive. So I don't quite get how, because we used to be the city where you get stabbed, so it was cheap. Yeah. I like, like <laughs> stab somebody every couple weeks, as long yeah. as it's not me. But I can still pay $500 for a two-bedroom apartment. But now people still get stabbed, but now it's like you have to pay half a million dollars to decide to steal them. <laughs> They're getting stabbed yeah. with nicer knives, I guess. I yeah, they get like a pearl handle. <laughs> I remember uh, as Village, we used to call it Stabs Avenue. I think that really kept the rent at a good price for a while yeah. there, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's how the rent was kept down, I think. <laughs> so you think Hamilton's getting gentrified then? or? Oh, yeah. I mean, kind of like everywhere is, but I'd say Hamilton is on a, on a rapid or track. Right. And say Brantford, which also probably, and even Windsor, you know. True, true. So you can't have very shitty things anymore, I guess. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, some places are going quicker than others. Yes. So we were talking about the ham jams, talking about Hamilton. When's the next episode? We getting more of these or what? Yeah, there's a season two. Uh, just COVID kind of threw a bit of a, a monkey wrench into everything. But uh, yeah, we're going to do another season of it eventually okay yeah because i was watching the last episode and it was during quarantine which is fucking hilarious yeah. well they they kind of rolled out some money i think that bell bell five is they're just desperate for content so then covid they had no content and i think they needed for their license so they basically okay. just threw me at people to make like we don't care how bad this is just give us something gotta be 15 minutes and then i was like i'll i'll give you something and that's how Ham Jams was born. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ham Jam was all the other episodes were done not with COVID, but the COVID special was all COVID. But that was just that was the one that was purely the money grab by me. I, that was cool. That's beautiful. See, I've I've always wanted to get paid to do this show. Like I'd pay my crew like a little bit, but yeah. it's only two other guys and fuck them. I just want to drink like four dollar craft beers, like tall cans, all day. One day, man. Just say O V. Can't afford the bat 50. Molson Canadian is too pricey for me. Chug pill shred alpine. Jump in the water's fine. Under 35 a case. Have I made my case for those? Cheap suds, cheap suds. I need those. Cheap suds, cheap suds. Your beer is artisan. Utility walking man. I bet it tastes like hops. Gross taste that can't kick rocks. Don't need no macro brew. I'll taste the same after one or two minutes. Cheap suds, cheap suds. I need those. Cheap suds, cheap suds. Oh, Pat's blue. It's true, my gut hates you. But the price so reasonable. Oh, Heineken. I love to buy you, man. But only kings can afford your king can So it's cheap suds, cheap suds I need those Cheap suds, cheap suds I want those Cheap suds, cheap suds <laughs> Miller High Life every day, no problem Wouldn't have to drink this bush that my good friend Munchie left here Thanks Munchie Shout out to Munchie, he's a good dude So we got next topic here. One thing I don't miss about COVID is fucking bar prices. It's a little bit of a lazy segue into the EP you released recently. 
called I Want to Drink in a Bar. That one had some bangers on there, as the, the kids say. So the quality... What's that? It was pretty short. I just did two songs. That's the same. Me and uh, another band called The Burning Hell, uh, we just, it was like a charity single, and all the money went to, we just gave it all the bars that were kind of messed up by COVID. Oh, that's what you did with it? Yeah, so all the money went to, I think it was like maybe five or six venues in Canada, and then a bunch of venues in the UK. Jesus. I mean, we couldn't give them a lot, but we could give everyone like 200 bucks or something, so it kind of felt like something. I guess I'll have to be a bummer. What what venue are you going to miss the most? Because, I mean, that last episode of Ham Jams, holy fuck. How many nah. venues did you show that got closed down? Man? I mean, the thing, Hollywood is the one that bothers me the most, but I don't think they really closed due to COVID. Yeah, um, yeah. uh, Thunder and Lightning in Sackville closing, that's depressing to me because um, they did close for COVID. And, I mean, it's people losing their jobs and their businesses. So it's And selfishly, it's also, you know, places I play, right? So, yeah. Sold beers for over 150 years, pickled eggs in about 50 trays, but now you are a condo, now you are a condo. Fluorescent lights and cigarette smoke and the best bartender for which you could hope, oh, I miss the pig's ear, I miss the pig's ear tavern. Had an old dancing rule which I liked, and wood paneling which I also liked, and your home for many perfect drunken nights, but now you are a condo, now you are a condo. Everything you love will one day be a condo You will cry because you are old You will cry right into your plate of sushi nachos The people move downtown, they want to shut it all down They don't like noise and they try to put Braden down They won't rest until the world is just one big, big condo And the developers sleep on piles of cash As they turn the world into towers of glass They tear down condos just to build more condos I sit in my condo and dream of pickled eggs And I think of cold bad 50 kegs I miss the Big's Ear, I miss the Big's Ear Tavern Well, selfishly, I'd like to talk about my shitty little hometown. Um, you sing a lot about drinking and eating, and, you know, God bless you, those are two of my favorite things to do. That's all you fucking can do in this town. I'm sure you've been to Grimsby at some point in your life. I went to Beams, to Jacob Beam, Jacob Beam School. Oh, shit. No shit. Well, as you know, then, there's little to not much else to do in this town except for drink and eat. You can drive through Grimsby, through one end to the other, in under 15 minutes if the traffic's right. Now, within those 15 minutes, there's 11 pizza places. I counted, I double-checked it. And that's just pizza places, not places that also serve pizza. <laughs> a lot. It's, it's quite a bit, yeah. So... You enjoy the occasional drink and pizza, as anyone can tell from listening to your music. What would you say is the best pizza within Ontario? I mean, that's tough, because... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Hamilton's pizza game has been traditionally kind of weak. Uh, there's a bunch of new places that have opened up that are pretty good. Uh, Cowabunga, My Pie, and then there's old-school favorite Chicago style, which is good. But I wouldn't say any of them are... Amazing. I mean, I'm sure Toronto's got to have some places there. I mean, I had Batundos the other day in Toronto, and I, yeah, that's probably my favorite. But I, I bet in the country there's better places. Well, yeah, just in Ontario, though, what's, like, your top tier? Like, what's your, your go-to? If you could pick one pizza tonight out of all of Ontario, what kind of – where would you be getting that pie? Yeah, probably Batundos in Toronto. I'll have to check it out. But I don't think I've eaten enough pizza at other places to really <laughs> – 
people confident that that should be the number one choice. I definitely thought you'd eaten enough pizza around Ontario to be the expert. That's why I asked. But yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it would really thump me. All right. I assumed you'd been asked that a lot, to be honest. I mean, I'd say the Maritimes punches above their weight for pizza. Salvatore, Salvatore's in Halifax and uh, Napoli in, in Sydney are probably some of my favorites in the country. But we got to get, we got to get bigger. In the Maritimes? See, now I thought stereotypically they were just going to be all seafood out there. They got no, good pizza joints. Eh? Pretty good. Oh, shit. Well, since you're a Hamilton man, I got to mention that uh, in my little hick town, we can get Roma pizza in the grocery stores now. Oh, Dude. nice. I, I just ate one the other day. Did I ate you? for three straight days, yeah. I fucking it's love so Roma. When you're, when, you're, when you're only one eating it, yeah. you know, the power of effort to finish it. <laughs> it certainly does. So we got past the favorite pizzas. You got a favorite dive bar or favorite dive bars, I should say? Probably my favorite dive bar in the country, and I, they might be annoyed that I would describe it as this, would be Grumpy's in Montreal. <laughs> they don't want to be known as a dive bar? I think, I think the bartenders would be angry to hear them called that. But I think in, the, in their heart of hearts, they know it is true. <laughs> well, you look around at your clientele. You, you look yeah, at, your, you look at me sitting across from them. They know. <laughs> you heard it here first. I'm not just a phase. If BA is drinking in your bar, it's a fucking dive bar. Yeah, you could be. <laughs> so I got to ask, as a, as a Canadian comic, why the fuck hasn't Letterkenny or the Trailer Park Boys invited you on their show yet? I mean, Trailer I Park know. Boys had, had Rush on there. Like, yeah, I feel like Trailer Park Boys stole some stuff from me. I think for one of their last seasons, which is kind of weird because I think Ricky's trailer, he had a deep fryer in his bedroom in his trailer and mm. squirrels like chewed on his wire. He's guy hates squirrels. And mm -hmm. I had my first rec, one of my first records, like how my biggest record has a song called I got a deep fryer in my bedroom and a song called I hate squirrels on it. And I was like, this is for it to be back to back. I was like, this is suspicious to me. That is a little suspicious. I never. I mean, that was the record I put out in the, in Halifax. I sold like two or three thousand copies. Someone, it's a little too close, man. I'm curious. Interesting. I mean, it could be. It probably is coincidence. It could be coincidence. It could be coincidence. There, there was a situation where I think it was. I don't know. Maybe season two or three. Me and my buddy are just stoned out of our fucking tree watching the episode. And Julian knocks a box of, of chicken fingers off Ricky's car. And he's like, fuck, Julian, that's fucking 12 bucks a, a box. That's the good kind. And me and my buddy looked at each other and we're like, oh, shit, because we buy, like, cheap chicken burgers. And then we buy the expensive box. And we've definitely said that. You so, got to treat yourself to the expensive, more, more expensive ones. So I learned. Was that coincidence or were we being watched, too? You know what I mean? Like, maybe. I don't know. I, but I had said the same thing. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> they were just plugging into the zit guys, you know? But yeah, not everyone's got a deep fryer in their fucking bedroom. That's a little too close. I don't know. Yeah, no, I talk to a couple people at shows that say they have them, but I find it odd, personally. <laughs> I fucking doubt it. <laughs> but, and, uh, some of them, some of them, I think did. <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you judge that based on just mile and nine, mile and nine? That's beautiful. So you're, uh, you're talking about Timmy's in, in uh, one of your songs there. So I got to ask, what's your favorite pile of shit to order there now that Burger King fucking owns the whole place? I, I don't get much from Tim Hortons. I really only get, like, caffeine from there. Yeah, same. 
So it's just a caffeine dispenser. And if I'm hungry, I might get a breakfast biscuit or a cruller. Honey cruller. Yeah, but not even not not all yeah. the time. Uh, man of culture, I see. That's the only donut I'll purchase anywhere too. It's good. That's it, yeah. I like to get. It's hard to mess up. It's best. It's the best. Even yeah. even now, it's not that bad, you know. So I gotta ask. You're on this podcast. You just did a podcast about a couple days ago. It debuted. I can't remember. I felt like I was cheated on. You said yes to me, and then a couple days later, I you're on the tomorrow, man. <laughs> That's all I need. I'm like one of those guys who calls up the sports shows now. <laughs> so you want to shout out the podcast you just did? I don't know what it's called. Gavin with Gavin. Right on. He's like a nice guy. He interviewed Hal Jordan from Body Break, which made me think that it might be a real podcast. Oh, shit. He's way bigger than me. Damn. Yeah, he's like a get to me. You're in the little leagues here with not just a phase, man. Thanks so much again for coming on. <laughs> Do you, uh, you listen to podcasts at all? Yeah, if I'm on tour. Okay. What do you listen to? I pretty much only listen to last podcast on the left. Nice. Okay. It's That's funny, and it's, they have a lot of episodes, so I can just drive. Just binge it kind of thing? Yeah. <laughs> on a personal note, did you listen to my show before you agreed to, like, come on and chat with me? Or? No. I fucking knew it. <laughs> like we we play like heavy music genres like punk and hardcore and screamo and shit. And like I asked you and you're like, yeah, sure. Right away. I was like, he has no idea what the fuck I do. Okay, no problem. Yeah, no, I don't listen to anyone. Anyone that asks me to use something, I never check any of it out, which is <laughs> not to sting me on occasion. That's oh, beautiful. It's beautiful. In uh in ham jams, we're going back to that. You're playing some retro video games, the Pac-Man champion there. Captain yeah. Canada. Is Pac-Man your favorite retro game? I like Pac-Man a uh, fair bit. I, I would say, no, I'm more of a Donkey Kong guy, I think. Donkey Kong? Yeah. No shit. Okay. And one of my final questions that I love asking all of my guests, what's the most embarrassing music you listen to? Now, you don't have to be embarrassed about it. You don't have to be ashamed of it, but like, I don't know, the poppiest, cheesiest. Like, if you tell your friends, like, oh, I'm putting this song on, what do you get ragged on for? I'm going to say Linda Ronstadt. I don't know who that is, so I can't make fun of you. He was very popular in the 1970s. Uh, and I was playing her in my car, and I just, like, a buddy was walking down the street. So I stopped and gave him a ride. And he, like, <laughs> like what the fuck is this? And I was like, Linda Ronstadt. And, yeah, he thought that was very strange. He was quite popular, has several hit songs, but... Yeah, he didn't. He did not know what I was doing. <laughs> is uh, is she still making hits? No, tragically, she had some kind of mental or no, she had some kind of physical. She couldn't sing anymore. Some she didn't see. Oh shit! But she was not, She was like the Taylor Swift of the seventies, essentially. Oh my god, it's such a depressing note to end on. Wow. Well, she had a good. If I was like the Taylor Swift of the two thousands and I couldn't make music in two thousand and thirty, I think I'd be okay. That's true. That's true. Hopefully, she's sitting on a nice pile of money. Oh, she is quite well. Oh, it's good. It's good. So I guess we're getting to the end, sadly. What's, um, what's new for BA in 2021? You got any plugs, causes, final words, any of that probably shit? A new record coming out probably, well, 2022, but that will be called Werewolves of London, Ontario. Hopefully got a new kids book coming out called The Problem with Gnomes. Oh, hold on, hold on. You got a record in 2022 coming out. Yeah, not even this year. Not the one you're recording. So the one you're recording in two weeks isn't coming out till 2022? The vinyl turnaround is five months. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But wouldn't be able to, like, I wouldn't even have it until probably 
October, November, and then I can't put a record in November because I can't tour because there's going to be snow. Sure. So it gets moved in March. And who the fuck let you write a children's book? This is my second one, man. <laughs> I did not know that. I'm sorry. I got one called Gary the Seagull, published by a real publisher. Seriously? Yeah. I'm, I'm, coming, to, I'm coming to you from all levels here. From all, oh, every shit. I don't just sing in driveways. I write children's books <laughs> that I sell in driveways. No shit. Very cool. I'm definitely going to have to check that out, man. So new record in 2022. You got another children's book. Um, where can we get our hands on these two products? From from my mother's car <laughs> when I play <laughs> your driveway. You available for sale. You got a website too, right? Or oh, some yeah, sort of Johnson.ca, Bandcamp, yada yada, Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> yada yada. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I guess I'll promote myself. You can find it online somewhere. All right. Cool. On the internet. <laughs> BA Johnson is on the internet, and he's on not just a phase. Thank you so much, man, for coming on the show today. It's been a fucking blast. Please. Thanks for having me. Wanna move to Whiskey Town, wanna move to Whiskey Town. Wanna be a lifty and I wanna ride powder. Wanna wear a toque all year long, even in summer. And I wanna date a girl from Australia. Tell me, tell me, is it like the movie Ski Patrol or Hot Dog Day? Is it like Ski School? Is that what they say? And if the rich do spec show up, we'll just tell them to get fucked and say, buddy, you can go back to Calgary. I got eight roommates and I sleep in a closet Gets any more expensive, I'll have to move to Squamish I'm living off Coke, and pizza slices To be honest, it's not an ideal diet Tell me, tell me, is it like the movie Ski Patrol or Hot Dog Day? Is it like Ski School? Is that what they say? And if the rich do spec show up, we'll just tell them to get fucked and say Buddy, you can go back to Calgary Sober up in 50 years, still here, and I'm driving a 92 Toyota Camry. But the car runs fine, and the mountains are sublime, and why would I ever leave Fernie? Tell me, tell me, is it like the movie Ski Patrol or Hot Dog Day? Is it like Ski School? Is that what they say? And if the rich douchebags show up, we'll just tell them to get fucked and say, Buddy, you can go back to Calgary. And say, Buddy, you can go back to Calgary.